this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Well, the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. They're right. also sleepy. Well, somebody decided to wait until 10 o'clock at night because he I had an extra long D&D session. Because he also wanted to do a review on a movie that's only been out for two days. So we'll alert later on in the podcast, we will be talking about Black Widow because he don't want to give people a week. You will give adequate spoiler warnings at that time, and you can just cut out when we start if you haven't seen the movie. But because our viewers are cool people, they saw the movie. They didn't wait. Hey, Samir, did you see Fast 9 yet? Maybe. Did you? Yes, I went on Tuesday. Good. So I don't know why you bought that up. Because I know you didn't see it. Uh, You don't know me. You don't eat with me all the time. Did you go see it? Listen, I was busy this week, exactly. but I think Black Widow takes precedent over Fast Nine, anyways. I mean, does it? Because both of them were delayed a year. This movie really doesn't do anything significant to Marvel cinematic history. Uh, shut your face! Yes, it does. We'll save that for later. But yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so go ahead and get your Witcher news out the way. All right, I'm gonna start small with a little one-two punch. Uh, so, unfortunately. Uh, Catherine Langfair's uh, fantasy series Curse is canceled after one season. I know what that is. It was a series on Netflix, obviously, because it got canceled, uh, about a fae woman who named Nimue who goes on a quest uh, to obtain the legendary sword of Scalibur and to become Lady of the Lake. Eventually, that's what, ha- what happens. Anyways, I digress. Uh, the show was really cool. Got canceled. It sucks. I'm heartbroken. Well, now you know how I feel when my shows get canceled. I haven't had a chance to see it, but did you get a chance to see The Tomorrow War on uh, Amazon Prime? I'll watch trash movies. Well, I'm guessing it didn't get good reviews because according it to got you, awful reviews. Well, a sequel is in the works. Yes, already. it is. Surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, according to Deadline, like I said, I haven't had a children. You shut your cats up. Put them outside. Put them in the room. Put them in the closet. I talk to my children that way. Don't care. Just they need to be quiet. But, Out the room. Yeah, so the sequel is in works. I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow since I've seen basically everything else that has come out. And that's the only thing left on my um, list to watch. Still. Uh, it's trash. Don't, don't don't waste your time. You got other things to watch. Not really. You know, I just got like episodes of like two episodes of Kung Fu, and that's basically it. And Rick and Morty. That'll oh yeah, Rick and Morty. That'll be done in the morning. But yeah. So what do you got? Jeez, just all business tonight. No, no. Uh... Once again, somebody decided to wait till ten twenty to record. Okay, well, uh, Nintendo announced their uh, Switch OLED, and Which I am definitely going to get. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of. Do you play in handheld mode? Yes, I take it to work. Okay, well, yeah, this is this upgrade is just for people who play in handheld mode. If you play majority of the time in dock mode, it is not worth the extra fifty dollars on the price tag. Yeah. It is hundred. I'm sorry, three hundred and fifty dollars. 
Now, yep. I think with that price point, that means that they will not be uh, lowering the price of the regular Switch. So basically, you have a Switch at two ninety nine and a Switch at three forty nine, and that that Switch Lite at one ninety nine. Which yeah, so that's their that's their uh, their product lineup, and they're not cha- they're probably not changing anytime soon. Yeah, I mean I bigger th- screen, seven, what seven inches, right? Something like that. It's not worth it. You're only saying that because you didn't buy your Switch. No, I, well, yeah, I got it a birthday gift, but it's all I play in dock mode. I don't play, take my Switch anywhere. I had friends to buy me expensive gifts like that. Uh have multiple friends. I do have multiple friends. Then your friends should be able to pitch in. If all your friends pitched in forty to fifty dollars, you should you two can get a switch. I guess I already I had mine. I'm a, I'm sell mine. I still have the box and everything. I thought I threw it away, but I was just at my storage unit probably like an hour ago waiting for you. I, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Uh, I want the white one. Yeah, the white one looks pretty high. Ah, yeah, so be on the lookout. When does that come out again? I think it's October. Uh, yeah. Oh, swear, you're killing me. So bad. It, it, I believe it's in October. Yeah, it says October. October what, man? Man, does it matter? October 8th, yes. We do news. This, that's part of the news. I was just giving an update. Well, you sucked at the update because you didn't tell a release date. But Maybe. anyway, so Matthew Vaughn has a new spy thriller coming out. It's called Argyle. And his cast so far is looking spectacular. And it looks like he is going to try to go with a trilogy for this franchise. But so far, the cast is Henry Cavill, Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cranston. Bryce Dallas Howard, one of my favorite actors, Sam Rockwell, uh, Catherine O'Hara, a musician who's, I guess, trying to get into the realm of acting, Dua Lipa, and John Cena. I can't can't wait to see this this trailer. Because you got Henry Cavill and Brian Cranston, Sam Rockwell, and Sam Jackson. That's pretty much all you need right there. I mean, everybody else is just a benefit. Hopefully, hopefully it's written correctly. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. Well, I can't wait to see the first look of this movie. But yeah, so, and Matthew Vaughn is a very good director. I mean, he's capable of doing good work. Yes, he is. But yeah, what do you have, man? So uh, last week I spoke about Star Wars Visions. Uh, which would have a number of um, producers uh, doing uh, Star Wars shorts, like, uh, let me see if I can um, list some of these, because I did say Studio Trigger as one of the um, um, studios. Also, Studio uh, Studio Colorado, uh, Project IG, and uh, one other, uh, and Gino Studio, to name a few. so they released a teaser trailer with some um, storyboards and some clips actually uh, a couple of days ago. So I'm actually pretty excited. It looks freaking amazing, especially the one by Trigger. I can't say, say this enough. It looks so cool. Studio Trigger is doing a Star Wars short and I cannot wait. Oh my God. Yeah, she said that last week. Also Projection I, um, production IG, if you don't know about them, they, they did uh, a lot of the Ghost in the Shell productions 
uh, among other things. So yes, excited, excited, excited. Cannot wait. Uh, I did not have the date last time. The date will be on Disney Plus September 22nd, uh, 2021. So pretty soon, a couple, a couple months. Yeah, can't wait to check it out. Hopefully I like it. Like I said, anime isn't really my wheelhouse. I mean, you can just not suck. You know, again, if someone doesn't like what you like, they suck. Uh, that's the general rule, sir. No, you you don't like a bunch of stuff that I like, and I don't think you suck. I think that's not how that it doesn't work two ways. I'm the official king of cool, so I say goes. See, I was just talking to Loco after he listened to episode fifty, and. And he agrees with me. You are Sheldon Cooper. You are the real life Sheldon Cooper, dude. You are you are acting very Sheldonish right now. You know, I that wouldn't fit only because I can read a room and I'm not socially awkward. You sure about that? I'm positive. I'm actually charismatic as all get out. Okay. You still have Sheldon Cooper tendencies. Man, ten these nuts. See, Sheldon right. Cooper wouldn't say something like that. He would in a later, well, not as vulgar, but he would say something very similar to that, more or less. All right, so uh, I have some SDCC news. For those of you who don't know, SDCC stands for San Diego Comic-Con. All right, so it appears that uh, according to Funimation, we might be getting a new Dragon Ball Super film uh, at SDCC this year. And both Marvel and DC uh Marvel Studios and DC Films are skipping SDCC. So they will not be represented. Um, What's the freaking point? At Comic-Con, but DC's uh, TV division will have a presence. So at- pretty much they're, they're, they're train wreck. No, they just probably don't have anything new to show because of the pandemic. Only thing uh, that, only thing they could probably show at SDCC as far as Marvel goes would probably be a trailer for uh, No Way Home. And yeah, but DC's it. TV division is a train wreck right now. No, no cares. it's not. There you go, hating again. I'm going to hate. And, and, and speaking of that, uh, Robin Givens is leaving Riverdale and coming over to Batwoman as Jezebel Jet. Robin Givens? Who is she playing on at Riverdale? She played the mayor. Oh, that's right. Is Josie even back on the show? No, man. I knew you was about to ask. Just because I bring up one black woman, you had to ask about the other one? Yeah, because they were tokens. Oh, not tokens. Yes. Remember? Um, I can't remember his character's name, but but he played Khalil on Black Lightning. Was on oh, the- you mean the football player? That, that, yeah. that name escapes us. That wasn't important to the plot. Well, he was on the first two seasons. Yeah, it's a side character. Great. I mean, he Barb got more time than he did. Did she? Yeah, she did. Ethel? Yeah, I'm like, Barb, don't you? This ain't Stranger Things. Yeah, I know, because we remember her name. Well, so I should tell you something. Because she was also on Stranger Things, which is, I don't know if it's still Also, Ethel got more screen time. Yeah, it's being part of a freaking cult. Well, the prior season, she got bullied, too. Poor Ethel. Yeah, she'll be all right. I mean, she she won't because of what happened. That's the whole point. Well, she was in season five, which you would know if you would watch Riverdale. But now well, you just give up on all things CW for some reason. I didn't give but up on all you gonna, things you gonna, CW. You're going to be pissed 
when the flash gets canceled, you might see the Belanti versus dead. Why did they pissed. cancel the I'm flash? I'm just disappointed. Well, anyway, what do you got, man? Okay, so it looks like they we might not be getting any Final Fantasy news at uh, Tokyo um, Game Show. Hmm. Why not? Well, Yoshi P, who's the director, uh, who's pretty much the, the running, he's he's the director and the and the um, the creative uh, mind behind the current state of Final Fantasy fourteen, also talked with the staff of Final Fantasy sixteen. And with that, they kind of led us to believe that they're not going to show up either at um, Tokyo Game Show. Okay. And also, we're, we're, it's very likely that we're going to get a release date soon, though, at the very least. So we might get we might get a release date at Tokyo Game Show, possibly. Well, but with that being said, um, Final Fantasy XIV was good. All the storylines are done and ready to go. And we're looking on track to be released. I think it's in September they're releasing that. Why do you never have your news? I do have my news. I just I mean, need the date. Yeah, that's part of the news. I'm just saying. Come on. I'm just saying it, the dates aren't that important. I mean, they're 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 easily uh, looked up, sir. You're just a stickler. Now who's the soda Cooper? I um, know. I'm, well, I'm I'm very thorough. But yeah, Loco also said Sheldon would have got on the bus as well. Uh, I don't think Sheldon would have. Also, it's November 19, 2021. Okay. Also, Sheldon doesn't want to get shot. Also, again, black person, armed police officer, just saying. Friends don't make friends rest their lives needlessly. Would my, would my presence there have prevented you from getting shot? No. Either you're going to get shot or you're going to you want to get shot, okay? Did you need my presence there? I don't think so. I think you should let me be out of harm's way. You know what? I'm, pulling, I'm, I'm flipping the table. All right, sir? I'm flipping the script. All right? You a bad friend, okay? Why you want me to come at that and get pointed a gun at? Huh? Put me in harm's way. Huh? Make my mama get mad at me. My mama don't even know. Well, so? She could have known. If I, if I they took a, they decided to take y'all down to the to the um, station to get picked up by your parents, we would have been in trouble. Talk to me about that. Wrong with you. Not your mama. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, all right, so this was an old 80s show that I kind of wanted to watch, but it's it's probably it's cringy to watch now. Uh, you ever did you ever watch Silverhawks? Uh, yes, I think well, so. Silverhawks is getting a reboot, so yeah, um, yeah, uh, Deadline reported that the Nancel company. Um, you know, which is a company that produces a lot of show. Well, that produces behind the attraction for Disney Plus and uh, uh, down the love, uh, down to earth with Zac Efron on Netflix is partnering to bring Silverhawks back. And I mean, if you don't know about the show, it takes place in the 29th century and follows the metallic bodied heroes who are charged with protecting the citizens of the limbo galaxy. But yeah, I mean. The show only went for one season because it was going up against uh, Thundercats and only survived with one season in 65 episodes. I'm going to have to see if this is something I would be interested in. So I'm going to have to peruse the uh, internet. Uh, hopefully YouTube has like a couple episodes online or something. I mean, I don't think that's going to really help you form an opinion. I, because I know, but it would give me a general consensus of what the show was like back in the day. So I can kind of be prepared for what's coming. 
It's like math. That's like heat man in the masters of the universe. I vaguely remember it. This new one looks tight. I just I mean, don't like walking into things blind. I don't mind walking into things blind because as long as, the, as long as the response is positive, I'll, I'll form an opinion after that. If it's negative, I won't form an opinion because it's not worth my time. Can you just give a negative opinion of the Tomorrow War, which you didn't watch? Exactly, because the response was not negative. Also, I, I read the synopsis. That shot made zero sense. Uh, uh, Go know. watch it. It's done. Okay. All right. Well, um, what do you got, man? Inland Saga. So the awesome anime that unfortunately got stuck in um, Amazon's uh, horrible UI is coming back for a second season that is in production as we speak. There's no release date in sight, but we definitely have a confirmed uh, uh, a confirmed produ- uh, early production for the season two. And if you don't know Ben Saga, because some people suck balls for not watching anime, Bernard. Okay. Uh, yeah, it follows Thorfinn, a uh, Viking uh, kid who's on a path on a quest to revenge his father Thorkill, who was uh, oh, Thor, what was it? Yeah, Thorkill, who was killed by what was the guy's name? I forget. He, he got killed by some dude. Uh, the point is, amazing show. Uh, wonderful, wonderful manga. If you don't want to wait for the show, read the manga, please. Also, the opener, the opening song for this show is Slaps So Goddamn Hard. Oh my God. The artist is called Survive Said the Prophet. Really weird, cool name for a band to have. But yo, the song slaps, the show's hot, and uh, the manga's dope. All, just, just take it all in. Just, this amazing. Anyways, let y'all know it's in production. Go watch season one on Amazon right now. It's amazing. Well, you guys heard him. Yeah, if you if you're Jonesing for um, if you're mad if you're sad that Berserk is gone, go 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 read uh Vinland Saga. It'll scratch that itch and then some. All right, so I just came across a piece of news that just like had me flabbergasted, and it's like, who on earth like had this? Okay. So a sealed copy of The Legend of Zelda was just sold at an auction. How much do you think it sold for? Um, $20,000. More. Really? Uh, $500,000. More. What? Why would anyone buy a sealed copy of The Legend of Zelda? Which one? The first one, the original that was on Nintendo. The Legend of Zelda, not a link to the past or anything like that. How would you have a sealed copy that the one that came out in 86? Dear 87. God. Whatever. It's like, I mean, how'd you find it? Did you keep it sealed this whole time? Yeah, it was sealed, and then they they, they basically sealed it like a CGC comic. So they had a grade and everything. But how much do you think it sold for? Oh my god. Uh 4.3. No, you actually jumped over it already. Well, anyway, so when this game first came out. It was sold for fifty dollars. I did not know that um, games for Nintendo sold that high when they first came out. But yeah, for real, back in the eighties, yeah. Damn, I wonder kids couldn't get no damn video games back then. <laughs> but yeah, it sold for eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars, which I thought was crazy, and it broke the previous record, which uh, was actually in April of this year. It was a copy of Super Mario Brothers. For the NES as well, and that sold for six hundred and sixty thousand. 
it's like once you buy these things and put them on your shelf, it's like, yay, I have this thing that, you know, I'm not going to play because it's, you know, it's stuck in the package. I mean, I don't know. I, I like to collect figurines myself, but I don't know if I can spend that much money. But yet, I still haven't sold a single one of these CGC comics that I got graded and everything, and I spent about... That's because com- That's because they keep messing up your number ones. Yeah, but these are variants, and these are signed and all that stuff. Not even the fact that it's a number one. It could be like a first appearance or something. I don't know. You put them on every advertising anymore? I'm probably going to put them back on eBay in a couple of weeks. I went and got them out of... Uh, storage like before i moved and they're just sitting in my closet now so like perfect example i have age of uh spider verse issue four first appearance of spider gwen i think it's like a 8.5 or something like that because it's a it's a second printing it's like come on man buy it but yeah i thought that was crazy and that nintendo playstation prototype sold for three hundred and sixty thousand last year at an auction well dang but yeah Man, what do you got? Okay, so this is um, a two-pronged attack or two-pronged news post. I don't know. Anyways, God of War is now available on PC if you have a PlayStation Now account. And I was like, yo, oh, that's... Okay, if you have a PlayStation Now account. Yeah, I mean, I really most people don't because it's, it's glitchy and no one wants to use it. But it's still cool that we you could play God of War on PC if you so desired. But it's, uh, it's uh, I mean, they could have just put it on Steam. I mean, seriously, I don't know, nope. I don't know what this is. Keep it uh, exclusive. Why? They already got um, Death Stranding and, and Horizon Zero Dawn. What, what's exclusive? Exclusivities are dumb, okay? They're dumb. They don't do anything for you at all, all right? This console loyalty is dumb, all right? I don't know. Most people I know who are heavy gamers own multiple consoles anyways. Like, I let the Nintendo with Pokemon. What about Nintendo and Pokemon? They own the damn thing. They're not gonna give it to you. They give it to you. Exactly. That that makes no sense. But you stand the game warm. You know how much? Uh, do you know how much uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sold on um, PC, and how much money they made off of that? You're leaving money on the table by not putting it on that on, on that platform. We're not saying give it to Xbox. We're saying give it to Microsoft. It's a little different. Anyways. Uh, Sony just purchased a company that is uh, that specializes in PC ports. So you are we we we're going to get more ports to be on from um, first party Sony games. So you know I'm sorry, fanboy, it's going to happen. Okay, they just spent a crap ton of money to purchase a company that specializes in PC ports. They're going to do it. Now I just hope they don't force people to use uh, PS Now because that site is wonky, and I think it locks the frame rate, which is not favorable. But at the same time, you know, you drop, uh, it's, it's $10 a month or $60 a year. And uh, you do get access to like, you know, a crap ton of libraries on PC, which is again, um, pretty cool. That's true. I mean, I'm looking at the library now. I mean, most of these are already on other platforms, so you don't need them. You really, you would just get this for God of War at, at this point. I don't see any other reason to get this uh, service yet. They got to make it more marketable, honestly. They got to up their game because this is not as good as um, Xbox Live or um, Xbox. Uh, why am I forgetting the name of this thing? Ultimate. No, X, the, the thing. Game Pass. There we go. Jeez. I don't have a Microsoft shit. Well, you should because it's a really good service and, and it beats the hell out of PlayStation Now. This thing sucks. Really, I don't the only even thing- have PlayStation Now. 
So. The only thing you I would give this for is God of War right now. Well, if you didn't give your PlayStation to your nephew, you could have had God of War. Why would oh, I? Didn't you play? have God of War? Yeah, I already did that thing. I wouldn't play it again. I mean, I would probably play it on PC if I needed to, but that's about it. And I'm going to get getting. Uh, I want to try to uh, get a PS5 soon. If not, then I'll just you know keep waiting. It's not like I don't have a, a high end PC with a, with a 30 series card. Yeah, we know. All right, your turn. Do too, because I said so. Watch your mouth. All right. So, um, hey, you want to be a good friend and give me one hundred and four dollars and ninety nine cents? Um, I have a Final Fantasy figurines to purchase. Well, I have a Transformers Generation collaborative Jurassic Park matchup, Tyrannicon Rex, and Autobot JP ninety three to get. So come on, hook a bro up, man. So basically, this is a uh. I don't know, an Autobot that is the Jeep and a Predacon, which is the T-Rex. So I don't know if you saw this, but it's a two-pack and it looks very awesome. And I kind of want it. But it's one of those things that I, w- I want to play with. And I want two of them, one to collect and, you know, one to um play with. But, I mean, that's a lot of money. So y'all can donate to the Angry Blurs GoFundMe. So Bernard can have his um, action figures. Yes, yeah, so Bernard can have his cake and eat it too, more or less. But no, that's not really fun. Um, all right, so one of the things I actually wanted to bring up was... Um, oh, yeah, so there is another movie coming out that I saw. Well, nope, never mind. It's just the cast of John Wick. They added um, Shamir Anderson... Rina Sawayama and Scott Atkins. So, yeah. I mean, this cast is just blowing up more and more because we already had Keanu Reeves, Lance Reddick, Lawrence Fishburne, Bill Skarsgård. Did I, did I, I don't recall if I ever said if Donnie Yen joined the cast, but Donnie Yen is a part of the cast. I think you know about that. Yeah. Hiroyuki Sonata. So, yeah, man. This. This is going to be fire. I can't wait. Is High Bear coming back? Uh, they haven't said. Just quit screwing around with me and give us the release date already. Okay? Yeah. So, cannot wait. All right. What do you got? Okay. So, another two-shotter. They uh, released a trailer for the Witcher anime series. Uh which it looks pretty good so far, so hopefully it doesn't fa- fall on its face. Um, I know it doesn't follow Geralt of Rivia. It follows a different character. And, you know, so far it looks pretty cool. I pre- uh, It's getting obviously released in Netflix. And I don't, let me see what studio is doing it, actually. I'll confirm that for you. Um, additionally, obviously, if you guys have been living under a rock and haven't been on the YouTube or any other social media platform, you would also know that The Witcher uh, season two is getting a December release of what? Actually, what is, is data for that exactly? December seventeenth. Yeah, December seventeenth. So yeah, December seventeenth. So we're finally getting that. Now let's see what company is doing The Witcher anime. Oh, Studio Mer. Okay, so yeah. Well, you heard it, Witcher fans. Yeah, the Korean animation studio who gives who has given us. 
the uh, darlings that are the Boondocks and Lutz and Cora, as long uh, as well as the weak ending Voltron, um, is uh, giving us Voltron a ended week. They saved yeah, everyone. Everyone had a happy ending. Yeah, but that ending was. I mean, that last season was weak. You know, it was. Nah, I enjoyed it. Mm, it was I. Right. It was just weak though, bro. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, well, they also gave us Dota's Dragon Blood, which I'm excited for the second season. Hopefully, it doesn't get canceled. Well, just better hope people watched it. All right, so we've been talking for about uh, almost a half hour. I think we should get into our review of Batman: The Long Halloween Part One. Okay, then we're gonna go into our uh, uh, review of Loki. Get a little quick. Uh, well, I'm gonna throw out the little bit of Marvel news that we do have. Then we're going to go into our review of Loki. There's not that much Marvel news. It's just that one drop that um, Kevin Foggy said, and then which I'm gonna rant about. And then we got to do Loki, and then we're gonna go into Black Widow. Yeah, but there is some Marvel news. Is what I'm saying. So it's not like. All right. All right. So Samir finally got around to watching Batman: The Long Halloween Part One, even though he was supposed to watch it last week. All right. So as we said before. The film stars Jensen Ackles, Naya Rivera, Josh Dumel, Billy Burke, Titus Welliver, David Dasmakelian, Troy Baker, Amy Landecker, Julie Nathanson, Jack Quaid, Fred Tadaschiori, and Alistair Duncan. I mean, no, my question is: Did they feel, did they produce both of these at the same time, back to back? Yes. Okay, so then they don't have to recast Catwoman. No, she finished. Uh, that's what I was getting ready to say. So. Um, the film was dedicated to Naya Rivera. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, uh, this one was supposed to come out last year, but it was delayed due to the pandemic uh, and the Batman. Oh, yeah. But, we didn't even get that yet. Shite, I forgot about that movie. Bro, we literally talked about last week, like the day we were recording the Batman was supposed to come out. No, not last week, like two weeks ago or whatever. But um, yeah, so like I said, part two is going to be released uh, this month on the 27th, so July 27th. I didn't buy part one yet because I want. Them, I hope they do a box set because I'm not trying to get suckered again like I did with Batman The Dark Knight Returns part one and part two and the death and return of Superman. Yeah. Yeah, but funny yeah. enough, it's not on HBO Max though. Well, no, because it's DVD. They don't do their, uh, their Blu-ray stuff straight to HBO Max. They give it a couple months then it goes to HBO Max. Like Superman Man of Tomorrow wasn't up on um what you call it before. Um you know, I mean, while it was on uh Blu-ray, it had to wait a while. Right. Anyways, I digress. All right, so this film, I liked it a lot. And um it definitely leaves you uh guessing who done it because you don't know where it's coming from and who it is. I mean, we're all kind of guessing it's um Spoiler alert, by the way, Harvey Dent at this point, because they kept baiting, switching us over his um his mental stability and whether or not he's going to flip. You know, like they the house got blown up and, the, and him and his wife got away, but you thought he got burned. And it turns out, nah, he's got some minor abrasions. And some yeah. Trauma. I was like, whoa. I'm like, oh, it didn't happen yet. You know what it reminded me of? The first hot tub time machine. Oh, yeah. Remember so, when Kristen Glover and Roy, Rob Codger kept saying, is this the part where he loses his arm? I'm like, dang, they burnt his face that fast? Oh, it didn't happen yet. 
Yeah, basically, you're waiting the whole damn film for him to get his face burned off, and it didn't happen. Uh, additionally, they did reveal at the end of the movie uh, that, that um, Selena Cal- knows that Bruce is Batman. Oh well, yeah, that I was talking about that. Um, Holiday is a is a man, obviously, and not a woman, because it could have been anyone at that at that point. Also, Selena and and um, Bruce's relationship and his continuity. I, I know that Batman: The Long um, um, Halloween was a side thing, right? It wasn't in the uh, main continuity, correct? I believe it was. I'm not entirely sure because uh, I never read it. Well, in this part of his life. Uh, my boy is a straight simp for Selena. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're going to be a simp, at least be a simp for a woman of that caliber. I mean, dear God. She was, she, but on that note, though, she was doing a lot of his footwork. Like, she was getting reconnaissance for the guy. She was giving him tips. Like, this bad man was definitely early in his career, and he was not that yeah, good of a tech that's tech one tech. of the things about the long Halloween. It's basically, like, his early days of crime fighting. And um, no, it's a 13 issue limited series, yeah. So it's a side thing, okay. Yeah, but um, you know, after every single reboot and crisis or whatever, they do take things like this and kind of incorporate it into the Batman mythos. So you can kind of say it is, but it originally wasn't. Oh, when did this drop in the, in the 90s? 90s, yeah, 96, 97. Right, I don't think they incorporated this after Crisis on Infinite Earths. Final, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Infinite Crisis. No, 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 yeah, you were right, Infinite Crisis. But yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so another thing. The only problem I had with this movie is uh, Selena dropping Bruce's name in front of somebody. I, I mean, yeah, she... but he, but he died. Yeah, I know he would have I mean, to but die. Still, yeah, he he would have had to die regardless. Like, no, you just can't be saying. In front yeah, of I don't think she would ever do that. Of a I mobster think that, was... that. I mean, I have to read the Long Halloween. I've been meaning to. Yeah, I don't think Selena would ever do that. That that, that was nuts. Me me and my buddy were like, oh my God, what the heck are you doing, lady? She was like, Bruce. I'm like, what? Come on now. Yeah. Also, I I do like the the Batman stories that are steeped in um, in, um, mob intrigue. Like, it's cool that they can draw back sometime and not deal with uh, all the crazy, kooky superhero stuff sometimes. Sometimes it's just a. I'm guessing you didn't watch the post credit scene then? uh, Is there a post credit scene? Yes. I did not. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you what happened. And spoiler alert. Um, Carmine Falcone asked for Bruce's help at Alberto's funeral. Bruce refused. Carmine introduced him to someone who shook Bruce's hand. And Bruce's eyes changed to green. Now, who could that be? Huh? Poison Ivy. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay, then. That's going to be cool. But yeah, and never forget. And I mean, never, not never forget. Don't forget, part two is going to be rated R. This one's PG thirteen because well, this one was already skirting the line, though. They, they had yeah, they it, had was, it was very... it was it was kind of towing the line a little bit, like it would dip this toe. The Joker said shit. You can get away with shit in a PG thirteen. Also, Hell, Tony too. Stark said shit in Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah, like the one time. But yo, also the Joker was so goddamn good in this. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Troy Baker for you, man. Yeah, give it up for Joe. Joker, and it's like, yeah. yo, and, and, and I'm sorry, I just I missed this form of the Joker on on the screen. We haven't seen him in a while. I'm glad he's back. I think the last time we had a Joker in a Batman animated film might have been Under the Red Hood. Nah, it's been we've had him since 
before that. Have we? Yeah. Because um, you got to think. Pretty much after that, it was um, I I really can't think of anything. Damn, you're right. It might be that. All right. Well, anyways, I'm, I'm glad that you know Troy Brickley did such a good job. They wrote him the way he should have been written, and, and he's the crown. Um, he's, he's the clown prince of crime again, and he, he he's he's up to his no good tricks again. Gassing people, about to gas the whole city. You know, flying a plane, he don't even know how to fly, and yet he still managed to fly it. Like, yo, I was, I was thinking, like, oh, does he? Can I picture him in the pilot class? Oh, like, who um, taught this man how to fly? Uh, yeah, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, but you know that's Frank Miller's um Joker. Yeah, Frank Miller's Joker is a little different. Yeah, but yeah, last one was indeed under the Red Hood because after um the Dark Knight Returns, it was Superman Unbound and the Flashpoint Paradox, and you know. Their whole bound was really good. Yeah, I have it. Only that Anyways. was Summer. Gl- no, that was uh, Batman Superman. Yeah, well, who was that? Uh, the who Supergirl yeah, who the Unbound. I'm, I'm looking it up. Just keep talking. Anyway, I, I just I, I just got to say this definitely washed uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker out of my uh, the taste out of my mouth. Yeah, same here. Molly Quinn. Molly Quinn. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, she was on Wings Club, and I know her from Castle. She hmm, did the voice okay. of Princess Glo- uh, Princess Bloom on uh, Wings Club. Um, she was also Howard the Duck's date in Guardians of the Galaxy too. <laughs> ah, okay. <coughs> but yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, check out Long Halloween if you get the chance. It's amazing, and um, yeah, the animation was great. Uh, the the action scenes are uh, are are you know, weighty and punchy and, and tight, really well animated. Yeah. Um, wow. My only issue, I mean, I get why they did it, but this is another one where they strayed away from the art of the comic itself. Well, the comic yeah, has Tim very Sales, art style. It doesn't Tim live well It's kind of dark. If you, if you want to know what Tim Sale's artwork looks like, just go back and just like Google the artwork from Heroes. Because Tim Sale did all the artwork on Heroes, all of Isaac's paintings. I think I already brought this up when we talked about it when the trailer first dropped. Yeah, but yeah. Because he 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 does a lot of painting. He he doesn't draw traditionally. He's a painter. But yeah, man, it was good. I'd probably give it a um, nine out of ten. Yeah, same. But yeah, all right. So um, we are going to get into our little bit of MCU news that we have. And then we are going to talk about episodes four and five of Loki. All right. All right. So first things first, let's talk about it. The elephant in the room. Did you watch the trailer for What If? Uh, I saw the, uh, the thumbnails. I didn't care to watch the trailers. I mean, they look pretty cool. I mean, it. I just can't wait. I'm already on uh, board. I know you're already on board, but still, it's just like, come on, man, you still got to watch it. But yeah, so I can't wait. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, this is Chad. Don't you start. This is Chadwick's final, uh, Chadwick Boseman's final appearance. What you say? Well, why, why can't we need start? What was I going to say? You know what you're going to say. I Same don't know what you're talking say. about. Exactly. Fifth? Fifth? But yeah, so... Um, what if we'll start to stream on August 11th on Disney Plus? And I love the tagline. It's just simply one question changes everything. And that is obviously what if. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Another uh, thing is Marvel is um, moving away from nine picture deals like Sammy Jackson's. So basically, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, Listen, I don't understand this move. I don't know what bit will how this benefits them and how this makes it easier for them. Yeah, because if anything, they could always, I mean, the the actor in question could always, like if they want them to come back, they renegotiate the deal for more money. So it's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. That's what it seems like. I mean, I don't run a multi-billion dollar company, so maybe I don't know these steps and maybe there's something we can't see. But as far as I can tell, I mean, getting a, getting a Marvel movie deal, it, it, it makes your career. Uh, for First off, yeah. second, it puts you out there. People see you all the time. And then they're willing to see you in other films because, oh, look, this guy was in that film. Of course, I'm going to see it. So, yeah, that works for the actor. It gives them steady work. And they're popular and they're in the limelight. So that's that's already right there. The the they, They're already proven that they do not recast characters all right, if they need a if they need a new actor, they don't do it. They just wipe the um the character out. All right, so why would you not want to lock down your actor? What? Don Cheeto. Say? Don Cheeto. That that happened once because he only had one outing and they needed a, they needed a roadie. So that was one time it happened. Um, I can't think of anyone else. I just said Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, well Edward Norton's hard to work with. So that yeah, and both of them happened in the beginning part of the MCU where it was fresh. Then not that everything's cemented, and the MCU is what it is now, the the powerhouse that of of, of um, cinema and TV that it is. It's not gonna, they're not going to change anyone because everyone's locked in, and all the people are Google Gaga for all the actors. So they're not going to change anybody. So if you don't lock them in for a contract, what if they don't want to do the film? Are you going to get rid of the character? Are you going to not do the script? Oh well, we can't do the script because the lead actor doesn't want to. Doesn't want to come back for that character. Guess we'll just go on, move on to another character, or we're going to recast them. Like, what, 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 what? I don't understand this move. I don't know. But uh, what what did you have to say? You said Kevin Feige said something this week. That's just something he said. Oh, that's what it was. That's what you were mad about. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was something else. What else would it be? I don't know. Um. Karen Gillan uh, chimed in on the script of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. She basically just said, it's incredible. Uh, well, yeah, on that, also on that token that um, he also, uh, Taika Waititi said that um, Thor, Love and Thunder is the most uh, uh, it's the craziest thing he's ever, he's ever done. And that says a lot from Taika Waititi. I know, this guy did um, Jojo Rabbit and What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, which is now a TV show alongside Wellington Par- Paranormal. Yes. All right. All right. So um Megan Fox spoke uh to who was it? I think it was Variety uh about basically either being in a Marvel or DC film. Oh, it was in style magazine. She said, I won't lie, I do want to find a Marvel or DC character that I've always wanted to play. I really can't see Megan Fox being anyone in the Marvel or DC. Are you remember back in the day when they were rumoring her to be Wonder Woman? No, thank God that didn't happen though. You don't remember that? Nope. That was a long time ago. It was like back in like it was so far back. I want to say it was like back in like '09, and um, they were saying how she might be uh, playing. At least I think that was her. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, because that was back when she was like super hot. Like everyone was on Megan Fox's um uh uh all of her business all the time. 
No. Yeah, but no, I don't remember that. I'm trying to think. Let me see. Hang on. It, it might have been her. Maybe it wasn't. I'm trying to think if it was or not. Great. You don't even know. I'm trying. There was there was definitely an actress that was pushed. They were pushing for her to play that role before it was even the thing. And I think it was Megan Fox. It had to be. Oh well. Anyways, I, I digress. Think I, yeah, I don't think I could see her playing anyone. I mean, I, there's plenty of people she can play. I mean, like anyone big. We don't have a like Jessica she, Drew yet. I was no. She, I was I was about to say she probably could have been Jessica Jones, but that ship has already sailed. You don't think she can be Jessica Drew? Nah. Why I not? She, I don't think she can pull off the British accent. Well, Jessica Drew doesn't have a British accent. Bro, I'm not doing this again with you. They write her with an accent. They do not write her with an accent. You don't even read Spider-Woman at the moment. She says mom. I, the, the, I, first off, I read Spider-Woman. Uh, I read her new, her relaunch back uh, several years ago. I would say Are you reading the ago. current one? The current one, I'm not, I don't have the pleasure of reading yet. It's on the list, sir. All right. And they just now started doing that. So it's either she No, ate, they've been doing it. The lady is a spy. She can drop her accent on the no- and notice. Okay, why do you think ScarJo doesn't have a Russian accent? We've went over this. She probably can't pull one off. Okay, then Florence well, Pugh. Well, Florence Pugh is a is a British actor. She can do tons of uh, of accents. Here's the reason I said she's not Florence Pugh. Well, that and you keep getting well. We should be casting British actors for everything. This is why British actors get cast in every role because and this is why American actors need to start. Taking some dialect cl- classes and whatnot. Well, we ain't gonna do that because we're Americans. All right, that would be admitting fault. I get that. All right, but um, yeah. So um, yeah. So their uh, Marvel policy, Marvel's policy stated that there will be no more Stanley cameos since he has passed away. Obviously. And the reason why they brought this up is because the Simpsons tried to get um his old cameo audio for the good, the Bart and the Loki for the Simpsons short, which was actually pretty good. Did you check it out? I don't like the Simpsons, sir. They should have stopped a long time ago. They should have stopped in 2008 with that movie. Instead, they kept decided to keep going and beat a dead horse with a stick. Don't be a beat beat horse bones with a stick. That horse is dead and decomposed. Well, anyway, it was good. Uh, (laughs) Loki, uh, Pulled an illusion and banished Bart to Asgard. I'm and I, no, not Bart. Uh, yeah, Bart. Uh, Lisa found Mjolnir and became Thor. I don't like the fact that they made Barney Gumble uh, Iron Man. The one-armed army vet was Captain America. Mo was Division. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Hang on, don't tell me. I don't remember. Oh God, you right? I don't. Remember. I used to know a lot of the Simpsons characters. I, I, I know a lot of them. It's just like some I can't remember. But yeah. So watch the good, the Bart Loki on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus, don't be like Samir and just hate everything Simpsons related. I don't hate everything. I just think the Simpsons needs to end. And I think I will not support them any further until the quality improves. And the quality has not improved in almost a decade and a half, if not more. It's been going down. I guess. All right. So um, Angela Bassett was speaking to Entertainment Tonight, and she said that the script for Wakanda Forever has changed so much she doesn't know what it's going to look like at all. 
and there have been about five incarnations of the script, and she heard that another one is coming. So, like we said, like we said last week, the movie has just recently started production, so we still don't know how this is going to turn out because they are still trying to figure all this out. Well, there's an easy way out of that. Nope, not doing it. Oh yeah, one 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 thing that I did forget to bring up: uh, the Last of Us TV series is going to have ten episodes for the first season. Oh yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, they started production. Yeah, still a little disappointed in that, but really can't do nothing about that. I don't work. I don't work for HBO. Uh, what other? I saw something else that was Marvel related. Hold on, let me see if this was it. Yeah, liar. Oh, um, it wasn't Marvel related, but it is Disney related because they own Fox now. So, one of our favorite guys from Boston made the idiotic decision of turning down Avatar, and do you know who that is? Brad Damon. Yes. So and guess yeah. what? He also had its 10% producer credit. No, it wasn't producer credit. It was 10% of the earnings. Oh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. So that just reminds me of Will Smith turning down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West. I mean, it happened, man. You can't see in the future, man. I know, but still. I also, I mean, the guy's rich enough. He don't need more money. He would just be rich. He'd just be even more richer than he is now. Samir, the film made two point two. I mean, two point eight billion dollars. Yeah, I get it, and he would be able to quit and not have to act anymore. The point exactly. is, exactly, he doesn't. He can quit and act and stop acting. No, it's Matt Damon, Richard, all get out. Still, I know it's a lot of money to say no to, but I'm just saying, the guy is freaking wealthy. Exactly. All right, so now we are going to get into our reviews of episodes four and five. <laughs> of Loki. All right. So episode four, we have Florida Loki. We got kid Loki. We had uh, classic Loki. Loki. Yeah, classic Loki. And uh, what was the other one's name? I can't remember his name. Oh, the Black Black Loki. Yeah, that's that's what he was. (laughs) Bloki. But yeah, so uh, uh, Loki and Sylvie's bond has basically uh, started to create a branch that almost, you know, destroyed everything. I mean, they say it did. I don't believe anything the TVA says at this point. Much but liars. you can see it on the monitor. You ask them the monitor to be lying. It just all it did was causing it was causing a time of variance. That's it. And we don't know what those time variants would mean and what it would actually cost. I don't believe nothing they say. They've been lying since day one. True. All right. So, um, Mobius put Loki in a time loop, and we saw someone we haven't seen since 2014. How far back are we going? Are we doing this episode and the next one? Yeah, because remember we didn't do four. We didn't do four last week because DJ and Devin didn't watch it. 
Oh lordy, that's right. We're gonna do two episodes at once. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jamie Alexander, yeah, came on the show like out of nowhere. Well, blind spot ended, so she got. Hey, I, does that mean she don't come back for Love and Thunder? I mean, her technically her character isn't dead. She didn't die in Ragnarok. Well, technically, we don't know what happened to her character. She could have been on the mission <laughs> in space somewhere. It's like you were literally saying the last thing that I said when Thor: Love and Thunder got announced. And maybe she'll, you know, she got blipped out of existence for five years. That's why she didn't come back. And then, uh, yeah, she's back, and then she has to come back to uh, to Norway and see that uh, Valkyrie's running things and Thor is off with the Guardians. True. And then we um, also found out that you know every um, everyone in the TVA is a variant. Yeah, that. You know, the random Sasha Lane character came in and uh her name was C twenty. Yeah, I know. It's just she's played by Sasha Lane and it was just a, a, a just an out of nowhere cast. Yeah. And so Sylvie told B fifteen and revealed her former life to her. And B fifteen obviously bro- broke rank. And we had our um our last Jedi moment uh in the timekeeper's chamber. Yes. With Loki and Sylvie fighting, you know, um, Renslayers. And then Sylvie going basically Captain America and decapitating a timekeeper just to find out it was a robot. I had to win Ravon's vibes. Also, um, Ravana, whatever her name is. Yo, I'm so mad at this lady right now. Hey, man. We don't don't know what, what, you know. I know she's a backstabber lying, uh, liar who kidnapped a child. Yeah, but once again, we we don't know why. Does it matter why? I mean, she could just be following orders or she could Oh be, great. So yeah, you, you kidnap a child because you're ordered. She to. could be she could be being uh she it's possible that she's being controlled. It, it doesn't seem likely. Considering the the episode after that what happened there. Yeah, uh, still possibly mind control. But. All right. Well, anyway, she uh, she uh, what do they call it? Blips, blamps, pruned, pruned. There we go. That was a weird she word. Pruned Mobius. Yeah, she pruned Mobius. Her, so her professed friend, and then she also pruned Loki at the end of the episode. Yeah, but still no wow. Just talk about that damn jet ski again. Anyway, well, he's not gonna say wow. It's not needed. It's not necessary. Just to stroke your little crappy uh, 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 nostalgia. No, let him uh, let Owen Wilson come out of his shell. He don't need to go back and, and rehash his old jokes. It's not a joke. It is. Okay. Anyways, next episode after that. Yeah, uh, episode five, Journey in the Mystery. Yeah. So, so yeah, we find out that they're not dead, but they are transported to a place called the Void. Whenever something gets pruned, which is a dimension at the end of time um, that everything that the TV, or like I said, prunes is dumped, to which nothing is returned. Pretty much. <coughs> and uh, Sylvie is uh, trying to figure out who is the source of the TVA if it's not the uh, the Time Lords. Yeah, and she's like, mm, maybe whoever's behind the TVA is hiding in the void. Essentially. on the void. So, yeah, so she proves so, herself and goes to join Loki. Yeah. Which I'm uh, really glad they didn't spend the whole episode for the, with them, you know, looking for each other or them thinking each other is dead. 
Um, I'm glad they find each other very quickly and they move the plot along. I thought that helped uh, the storyline a lot better. And uh, yeah, they need to see how cute they are together again. So yeah, I was excited about that. Yeah, I mean, we got to see vote uh, Loki. Uh, oh, that's I right. I don't know what they call him exactly in the comic, but the comic with Boat Loki was a one shot uh, that came out around the time of um, uh, Trump's presidency. And there were so many Easter eggs in this episode, some of you might have missed. So, like we said, the name of the episode is Journey into Mystery, which was actually the name of the comic that Thor first appeared in, which actually started in 1952. Um, but yeah, let's get to some of these Easter eggs. So, Avengers Tower was in the background. Did you notice that one? I did not. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, Yellow Jacket's helmet was in the background as well. It was bigger, <laughs> too. Yeah. Uh, the Thanos copter. <laughs> um, uh, Throg was in the background. Did you see him as well? I did not. Was he moving? Uh, he was in a jar. Oh, throw! Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he was trying to get me on the uh, when he was on the ground, and uh, that's kind of effed up. Like he's yeah. stuck in there for all eternity. Uh, the Roxy wine um, is wine make, created by Roxxon. This basically Roxxon is basically evil Walmart in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they suck. Marvel Universe, but yeah, so that was in the little bunker. There was a helicarrier in the background as well. Uh, Ronan, uh, Ronan, uh, the accuser ship, yeah, the Dark, Dark Master. Aster was in there. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I came across after rewatching the episode. Um, uh, it was the head of the Living Tribunal, but yeah, um, uh, the license plate for the car that Mobius drove, uh, G was GRNWLD which was a tribute to uh, Marvel Comics legend Mark Grunwald, who um, not only worked on the concepts and the characters for the show, like he helped create the TVA and Alf the, usur the Usurper. Um, but there was also um, um, the Chrononopolis, which I'm starting to think that's where, you know, whoever is behind the TVA is. And I'm really starting to think it's King the Conqueror, man. I mean, King got better things to do with his time than try to manage all time. No, King is lording over all time. That's what yeah, he's doing. I mean, yeah, but where's the profit there? You think King cares about profit? He cares about power and control. I don't know if exactly. He yeah, but he's not destroying anybody there either. He, King doesn't want to destroy. King just wants to rule. But I can't wait. Uh, Florida Loki, aka Loki Gator, bit off Bo Lo Loki's hand. Bro, put your phone on silent. And uh, yeah, he did. Okay, that, that was and that. it was and it was boastful Loki. The black. Oh, man. that's what. Yeah, that's what it was boastful. Yeah, I yeah. guess he was boasting a lot. Uh, yeah, so moving on to that, uh, they devised a plan to uh, enchant the, um, what was his name, Altheus? Aloft, the usurper. Uh, yeah, there you go. So yeah, they, they devised a plan to um, to to enchant um, Aloth, whatever his name was, which uh, required a sacrifice of 
classic Loki. Yeah. Which is really cool because he uh he basically uh illusioned the entire city and uh Yeah, it was Asgard. Yeah, it was Asgard. And uh, he illusioned the entire thing down to the minute detail and distracted him long enough for them to long enough for Loki to not only get the brief grasp of enchantment learning from um Sylvie, but they're able to do it together and basically stop the uh, advance of um, Aloth. And they were able to open up the portal to the perceived mastermind behind everything. Yeah. Richard E. Grant did a good job as classic Loki. I'm just mad that everyone said he looked like Kermit the Frog because of, well, because of the green and, you know, the- um, Yeah, he did not. I mean, I looked at a picture of Kermit afterwards, and you basically can't unsee it. But yeah, uh, we got one more episode left. Like I said, I kind of hope this came to conquer because if it is, I want to see Jonathan Major's uh, suit. And I will be avoiding the internet until I get home on Wednesday so I can watch it. All right, so uh like i said check out loki on wednesdays on disney plus all right now people here comes the most ultimate spoiler alerts of spoiler alerts because this guy didn't want to wait a week why would we wait a week just just you can now leave the podcast if you don't want to hear what we have to say about the black widow movie yeah so we are going to talk about black widow if you have not seen it stop listening and come back after you watch it uh, you can either pay the uh, Premier Plus, uh, what is it, Premier Access, $30 fee subscription on Disney Plus, or just go to the movies, or you can go the other way. But if you haven't seen it, we will see you next week. All right, let's get into it. Um, Natasha in 1989, I thought that was a boy. I, uh, I did not think it was a boy, but okay. But I thought it was going to be her and Taskmaster. Taskmaster. But yeah. So yeah, they threw me for a loop right there. Like we already said before, we already knew that this movie was going to be an intergroup uh, film that takes place after Civil War and before Infinity War. Uh, we did get one answer, uh, one question answered, and that was where on earth did she get that green vest in Infinity War? Yeah, that was, uh, I thought that was cute. Actually, she got that. In fact, the the big takeaway for this movie is Florence Pugh's uh, report, um, uh, performance as uh, Yelena um, Bel- uh, Belova, and uh, she stole she and 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 and, um, and uh, David Harbour stole the show. Yeah, with a close third of um, uh, Rachel Wise. They just everyone in that film had great chemistry. Honestly, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just I, I loved everything about it. Like the whole the whole back and forth with the sisters. Like, why do you always pose? What's this thing you do? This is, that yeah. was that was adorable. So much Pew is is life right now. Dear God, she's so adorable. I I, I need more of her. Yeah, such a poser. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like I'm just mad that um, she didn't try to do any poses or anything. And I don't, I mean I get that they tried to make her like you know, the more carefree widow. But it was like, come on, man. Bro, she got like concussed in 
it, uh, like she was useful, but sometimes it felt like she wasn't useful. You get what I'm saying? What do you mean? So like she didn't like she didn't help with the Taskmaster fight at all. Well, she was off doing other things. I know she she like really she she doesn't know the 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 sound of her quote unquote mother's voice. Like she couldn't figure out that she was on comms. It's just like uh, you know she she's she also. Felt, she felt childish to me, kind of. I don't think she did. I think she did. First off, she blew up the, the main bad guy. All right. Yeah, like, and she got to killed the, herself. Well, she he he was gonna get away, so it was either that or let him get away. I don't know. All in them pockets. You ain't got no grenades or nothing. And she was just uh, she was just gloating about all in them pockets, man. She didn't have the um, the vest on it. Oh, maybe she did. Well, she, they 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 didn't have any grenades. It was kind of a fly by the seat sort of a operation. But yeah, I hope we get to see some more widows in the MCU. I don't think we need that many widows in the MCU, and um, I, I think the just just Yelena, just the addition of Yelena is all we need. Honestly, yeah. <coughs> I didn't like the fact that once again Marvel's gender burning characters. This is what the third one. Uh yes, that is correct. I think. Taskmaster was a big, it's the only disappointment. It's, well, there were other things I could nitpick about, but this is the big one. Yes, Taskmaster was the biggest disappointment. Taskmaster, why am I having a hard time saying Taskmaster tonight? But yeah, Taskmaster is, um, he can be snarky and he can quip, but Taskmaster he is has a, He has a lot of personality, first of all. They yes, his and he's also a coward. Mm-hmm. Well, he's opportunistic, and he he's not he's yeah. not gonna do anything without money. Like I'm not gonna fight Captain America for this for this amount. Basically, yes, that's 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 Taskmaster in a, in a nutshell. He uh, he ain't getting out of bed for anything less than five million. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. And what movie was that again? That was Mister Mrs. Smith, right? I forget. It was because I just remember, yeah, Vince Vaughn. But um, yeah. So that was pretty much my only grievance with the movie. I love David Harbour in the jail, just, you know, gloating about Captain America. Then the one big, like, eight-foot-tall dude. What year was this? I don't know, 1987. Captain America was frozen in, and he just snapped his wrist. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'll give it a nine and a half out of ten. You know what? No, that's just me being – I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. It's only losing it. It's only losing that point and a half because of Taskmaster. And basically, uh, Ross being in there for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, he didn't do much. And he was on the scene after everything. They could have showed, like, some type of confirmation because, like, I don't remember. Who did she give the disc to with all the widows uh, hiding? Was it Yelena? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, it was Yelena. But, yeah. Well, Ross Uh, wasn't going to do anything. He might have. He's, he can't trust the government to not mistreat those women. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Ross we're talking about. He did he did threaten to cut open a banner in the Incredible Hope. Yeah. When he took it from him. I mean, I wanted to. I, I mean, it's like him pushing the accords makes no. It, it, it kind of it's just a pot calling to kill a black. Like, bro, you set the abomination loose on Harlem. Like, I don't want to hear nothing from you talking about superheroes need to be put in check. Yeah. What's the thing? Kettle pot. 
Uh, oh yeah. So, anyways, I would have um, loved to see Coulson in this movie, a, Col- a young Coulson in Fury again. And why? Movie. Why would he be young, Bernard? It's, I'm talking about at the beginning of the movie. No, no, we don't need Coulson. No, all right. No one likes Agent of Shield, man. Just let it go. Why you hating? The show was on for seven years just because you didn't watch it. Yeah, seven years. Uh, I'm glad it's gone. Anyways, uh, so the, the movie obviously is uh, an integral of sorts because it takes place before she passes it, away. It is game. no of sorts. It is an integral. Whatever. Anyways, the point is, you, you know she's going to die before the outset of, um, on the outset of the movie. So you kind of have to just piece it together and see where all the other characters end up. And the film closes with a mid-credit scene of Post. Yelena at... Oh, post-credit scene of, of Yelena at uh, Natasha's grave. It's actually very sad and mostly hard, um, hard-hitting, actually. Yeah, until because, Contessa uh, Valentina de Fonti shows up and just starts blowing snot all over the place. Right. And now, on that note, um, we I, I feel like that was been that would have been her first appearance. It was supposed second. to be her first appearance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she was supposed to originally appear this before she appeared in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so that's cool. But I mean, it really didn't matter where you see her first because they're both kind of just, you know. Yeah, they're both very ambiguous roles. Yeah. Oh, also they show you where they got the Quinjet in um, Infinity War. And how the um, cap and his team had it. Uh, oh, so that. so it does matter where you know people get stuff from, like how Coulson gave Fury that uh, that Quinn. I mean that uh, helicarrier in Age of Ultron. No one cares about that though. <laughs> there you go, being a hater again. Just saying, man. No one cares. It's Agent of Shield, man. But yeah, it's like Agent of Shield is only like a step above the Netflix series. They don't want. They don't want to acknowledge that shit nowhere. <laughs> Look, if you can get Sam Jackson to show up on a TV show, you're acknowledged. Sam Jackson loves to work, okay? I know he loves to work. I listened to his interview on The Breakfast Club. You didn't. I don't watch The Breakfast Club. Yeah. That nigga is something I don't like about you besides you getting on the bus. I mean, look, it's it's cute that you have this weird crush about Charlemagne, but I, I don't watch The Breakfast Club. I'm sorry. There are very okay. few talk show hosts that I listen to, if at all, and uh, I don't want to listen to uh, a bunch of people about their opinions about stuff. Okay. But, yeah, like I said, I give it an eight and a half. You give it a nine. Check it out on Disney Plus or all go the other way or just go to the movie theaters. You can go to the movie theaters, yeah. Yeah, I think then, Disney Plus is the more optimal way to see it, though. It's, it's less um, trouble just to go and watch it on your TV. I guess. I mean, oh, yeah. I went with my I was I went, wait. Yeah, but I went with my roommate to go see it, and we both played thirteen dollars. We're already at twenty six dollars for two of us. We could have just bought the day move for thir- for uh, thirty dollars and not have, not bother getting dressed that day, just stay in our um, house clothes. Yeah, but you know, the movie, there's no movie theater up there with a five dollar Tuesday or five dollar Wednesday. Or Ain't nobody trying to see no movie during the week anymore. We got stuff, grown stuff to do. Got time on our hands for that. Nigga, you don't do shit after you get off of work. You just go home and eat some bullshit. And perfect example. What did you do Thursday after you got off of work? 
Man, I did, I did a lot of stuff. All right, how about eat these nuts? How about that, huh? Like, like what? What stuff? And we should probably rap. How about that, huh? Which <laughs> one time? Exactly. All right, everybody. This is Bernard, and this is Samir. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Will you stop scrolling so hard? I'm not scrolling hard. What you talking about? Once again, main one hyping up the Eddie mics last week. They picked up everything. Anyways, uh, yeah, Bernard was saying rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. You didn't say join us next time. Uh, I didn't get around to it yet. Join us next time. Same Blur Channel, same Blur Network. Yeah, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and go to birdclothing.com and use our promo code ANGRYBLURS21 at checkout to save 10% on your first order. All right. We will see you guys next week. I really got to try to get in contact with one of these comic book writers. I mean, artists. uh, Just so we can understand the process of creating a comic. But yeah, so we will see you guys next week. Be easy, live long and prosper. Samir, tell the people bye. Oh, bye. But yeah, all right, that's it. Peace.